0: Well, hey everyone, welcome back to Mercy Talk. This is Jen Otero.
1: And this is Melanie Wise, and we are so thankful that you've joined us today. We have been discussing the topic of vision yes. this month. It's been really fun so far. This is just, I feel like a topic that we're very passionate about because I, it applies to every mm-hmm. last person on the planet. Um, I feel like, I mean, you know, God didn't put us on the earth to just kind of like hang out and and chill until we (laughs) die. He had purpose for us being here and he has vision for us. And so it's something that applies to every last person. Mm -hmm. And so um, we've really kind of spent the last couple of weeks laying a foundation and excited to kind of take off from there and discuss some more things. And we are also very excited to have our now regular honorary guest, (laughs) Brooke Keels, we just keep. Bringing you on in, Brooke. We've just been really excited to have Brooke as part of these podcasts recently, um, and you know she just always has such great insight. Mm-hmm. And so we're just going to keep looping you on in when yes. you can, Brooke. So thank you so much for being here. Brooke is our executive director of counseling services. Correct. Yes, that's Did it. I get it. All yes.
2: right. <laughs> I forget something. Just take that. So it's yeah. Good, yeah. Is, so. Um,
1: Anyway, Brooke has just so many great experiences and has worked with just so many different people in lots of different settings, and so she always has great insight Mm -hmm. to add to our conversations. So we're excited to jump into this today, and we always have so much fun too. It's so true. It's going to be great. So today
0: we really are going to kind of shift gears to just beginning to talk about the different ways that fear uh, and just different lies can creep in and undermine the purity of our vision. Mm -hmm. You know, we've been talking about what vision is, how to kind of set it, but now I think really over the next two weeks we want to talk about any of those pitfalls or things that can kind of come in to disempower or to get us stuck or yeah. things that we just need to be aware of, especially when we're seeking out the vision that God has for us. Um, so let's kick off with some scripture because that's always a good <laughs> spot to start. Indeed. indeed, is Proverbs 29, 18. And that's the scripture, of course, that talks about without a vision. And it talks about how people will perish. They'll cast off restraint. They'll run wild. They're discouraged. They have no order. And so really the tactic of the enemy, if I were the enemy, this would be a good tactic is to get in there and cause people to not have vision. Mm-hmm. And or if they start to have vision to cause them to believe a lie or to get in there and disempower that vision, because when we don't have vision, all these other things come in. And so it's a really good way for him to get after God's kids to get them either without a vision or a less than version of that vision yeah. so that they're casting off restraint and they're running amok and they're just struggling. Yeah. And so I'm excited to kind of chat through and maybe I really hope that today will be helpful to listeners. I know it's helped been helpful to me even thinking this stuff through of, wow, these are things that really can come against mm-hmm. the way that we see our vision.
1: And have come probably against every last one Abso- of us. Absolutely. Well. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like we can speak from firsthand experience. Yes, oh ma'am. Goodness.
2: Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And so, I mean, one of the things I and that we've talked about and just the three of us together, even not podcasting, yes. <laughs> that is <as> a <laughs> word, um, has been that often the, the attack comes when you think that God has one mm-hmm. path for your life Mm -hmm. and if you miss it you're done for Mm -hmm. he is either angry your life will never be happy like you know just all of these things and we put so much pressure you know on ourselves and um and so i we talked about this after the podcast i said one of you know my favorite stories it was such a freeing thing for me and and Um, some really close friends of mine was uh, Bill Johnson talks about and he's with Bethel and Redding guys Mm -hmm. if you don't know who that is Um, but he was talking about you know he was meeting with this guy and the guy was like you know Bill like does God want me to be a firefighter or a doctor and Bill said yes (laughs) And he Thanks. was like, what? <laughs> what?" And he was like, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't matter. You seek the Lord with all of your heart. Mm-hmm. And whatever comes out of that is going to be so good yeah. and such a blessing for you. And I'm sure Bill said it far more eloquently, you know, than I am now. But that's what I took away from it. Yeah. You know, was that. And so it's where are you at now and mm-hmm. pursue the Lord just full force and everything will work itself out. Mm-hmm. You know, it really will. It doesn't feel like that. It takes a lot of faith to do that but you have not missed your moment right you know and, and if any of us talk I mean even just I mean me specifically there is no way that I thought I would be here right you know even just a few years ago and so and this is just a perfect place for mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. yeah so and, and anyway so it's really exciting I know anyway Mel you had mentioned you know pieces of that yes
1: well and I'm thinking as you shared that story about a season of time right after college mm-hmm. and I mean I think this hits a lot of people right out of college like oh no like right. I have to like do life on my own. Like I have to like, figure this out now. I don't have like the next <laughs> step laid out for me. Yeah. And I remember almost being paralyzed mm-hmm. by this like God has this one thing. And I got to figure it out. Yeah. Like, what is the one thing? And I couldn't figure it out. And so I'm like, oh, my goodness. I'm starting to freak out because I'm like, I clearly can't hear from him. I can't be led by him. He doesn't He doesn't really care about my life. Mm-hmm. And otherwise, he'd be telling me what to do. You know, and I was just so wrapped up in that. And there was just a man at my church at that time who was just kind of a mentor to all, like just one of those people. <laughs> and I remember he said something to me because I remember him asking like, well, you know, what what's next for you? you know, you've graduated. You just moved here to Nashville. What, what's the plan? You know, mm-hmm. and I was like, I don't. I don't know i don't know what god (laughs) wants me to do but i know he has me here for a reason and i don't gotta figure it out you know i remember just very calmly saying what if what if god cares more about who you are and what you do than Mm -hmm. the specifics of what you do and i just remember like you know (laughs) well that that sounds good you know and just (laughs) thinking how that made so much sense because not that God doesn't care what we're doing. Mm -hmm. That is not at all what he was saying. But what if the focus is a little bit more on just like whatever I am doing, Like you said, seeking him, pressing in, asking and letting him just lead those next steps. Because I just feel like when I'm more concerned about where my heart is and where I am with the Lord, Mm -hmm. then those things start to unfold naturally. Not because I'm seeking, basically like I'm seeking him more than I'm seeking the vision. Mm -hmm. And then it is, well, the the scripture scripture talks about
0: that. Seek him first and all these things will be added unto you. So when we keep him first, he's he's just brilliant about that. He's like, I'll help you figure Mm -hmm. it out. But I think in addition, I think think of all the girls that I counsel that are even in that like junior year, moving into senior year of high school Mm -hmm. and the pressure that comes even from culture and from school and from parents like I'm now have to choose my college. I have to get a high ACT score. I need to know where I'm going to be in 10 years Mm -hmm. like and you're 17. (laughs) You know what I mean? So I think this pressure to have it all figured out and to know where we're going and to have the goals set and to have the 10, 20, 25 year plan. It really is. I feel like even in culture and in relationships and so so much of the structure of even education really sets this bar that we have to have it all figured Mm -hmm. out. And what happens is we buy the lie that we have to figure this out, not that we have to partner with God for him just to kind of guide and direct. And what happens is all that control and all that stuff kicks up because there is such a fear that I'm going to miss it and I'm going to get down the road and suddenly the door opened and I didn't see the Mm -hmm. door open Mm -hmm. and I didn't walk through the door and now the door is closed and now I'm kind of screwed You know what I mean? Like, it's just, there's this reality that we kind of kick into that's just not reality. So you're right. When we put first things first and when we seek the Lord, he's just amazing about that. But it's never just one thing. That's why I love that Bill Johnson story. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Mom, yes. Wife, yes. Taking out the garbage, yes. You know what I mean? All the things that we are called to do and be a part of.
1: Well, and I've heard it even talked about in light of finding your... Spouse. Yes. And how, okay, now there may be some people who passionately disagree with this, so you can feel free to send in your emails if you want. (laughs) It's fine. But I I heard once somebody talking about that because, oh my goodness, I was like, oh my word, there's just one. Human being in this world that I'm mm-hmm. supposed to marry, and I have got to somehow find him. What if I miss it? Yeah. What if he misses it? Oh my goodness! What if I marry the wrong one? I'm going to mess it up for the entire human race because I married somebody <laughs> else's who was supposed to be. And like right. God's ridiculous. plan is foiled. Right? <laughs> exactly. So exactly. Like it. we're big enough to foil right. his plan. That's right. <laughs> right. So I I remember hearing somebody talk about it and actually said that exact same thing. Like that's a little absurd <laughs> to think that there is one human being that you have to somehow find, and if you miss it, because truly. if if you miss it, you've messed it up for every Right. One. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's like domino
0: effect. Right. Exactly.
1: So, you know, just even thinking in relation to that, like the same I think really kind of goes with vision. There's a lot of awesome things mm-hmm. that there's like maybe vision that the Lord has put in your heart, but the specifics of how that ends up laying out could look lots of different ways and mm-hmm. it doesn't mean that you've missed it if it looks In other words, I don't think that the Lord has the specifics of every detail of every single thing that he we have to figure out. Right. Like he's just got, he's just got a vision for us. Mm-hmm. And so when we seek that out and we have that, because I think for probably most of us, we had passions and vision in our head. Like I have a vision for seeing young women set mm-hmm. free. I had a million ideas of what that could look like. Exactly. And for me to think that God only has one of those ways and I got to figure it out. Like that's just, I don't believe that that's how he operates. hmm.
2: Well, I don't, I mean, I don't think that's possible. I mean, I think it goes against his character. One of the things we talk about in counseling a lot, you know, is people will come and, you know, especially in this, like, life transition, especially like if, Mm -hmm. you know, you're further along in life and you're like, I feel like I missed this thing. What do I do now? You know, whatever the special thing or those that are new to Christ further along in life. And they're like, look at all of this, you know, past, whether it's destruction Mm -hmm. or just, Mm -hmm. you know, missed connections or missed hurts being healed that sort of thing and the bottom line is he did not create us to know all of the things mm-hmm. and that's very very clear and so it's impossible so if you're asking yourself to do something impossible you're going to be very very frustrated mm-hmm. and it isn't going to work and so that's where you know and back to that verse like seek him and the rest come so at, in your healing things will come in your you know especially yeah. if it's vocational in your seeking him you know i'm in this job it doesn't make sense and understanding i don't have the big picture even though society tells us we're supposed to mm-hmm. and that's great and we have no idea what god is using for our good and mm-hmm. i've probably already said this on a podcast before because i think i say it every day there's a reason that there's beauty for our ashes right and so that's what he turns things into so no matter what situation you're in you know whether and then of course with the spouse you know situation Mm -hmm. that's a lot of pressure to be like I you know because Mel and I are very similar and like I'll be perfect but will he (laughs) Right? Like I can control me. Yes. Which I'm not <laughs> perfect at all. Um, you know, we'll leave Scott off <laughs> this yeah. one, but do you know what I mean? And so then I, I mean I would have that same mm-hmm. concern. And so it's like so I need to not only control me now, I need to control this mm-hmm. person out here that I haven't met yet or whatever, or then trying to turn people into mm-hmm. this perfect thing. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, well he's a great guy. That's it. This is the one mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, heavens yeah. have shown down, and this is it. <laughs> and so, six weeks later, you're like, ah, J.K. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> maybe I should that, have spent maybe a little more time it into that. Yeah. One. And so, anyway, but it's just kind of the ebb and flow of life, you yeah. know. But uh, but I do feel like that's a question we can all ask ourselves when we're feeling that pressure: is Is this something that God would really ask me right to know or figure out or have control over? You mm-hmm. know, because a lot mm-hmm. of the Bible's about not, yeah, having control and him having control and him getting the big picture and being able to guide us where we need to go Yeah, it's really
0: knowing what our job is and what God's job is right? Mm -hmm. and what I have found is he does the majority of the heavy lifting when I just get out of the way Mm -hmm. and just really trust him to do it I think another lie that can come along in lines to what we've been talking about too is this idea that I'm somehow disqualified from God's best especially like you said Brooke if I come to know Jesus later in life or if I walk through a season of just a lot of Missteps or poor choices or Mm -hmm. things that there's just a lot of shame attached to, we can really buy the lie that somehow I'm less than or somehow I've been disqualified from the very best that God could have because of all of my missteps. But what I've found over the years, especially my own life, but also as a counselor is that God, the saying goes that God has really good GPS, that even when I've missed it or I've, you know, even if I just have a really bad season or years and years in my life that I'm just in a lot of sin and I've made a lot of poor choices and you know, abuse or whatever has happened. I think if especially even the girls that come into the program that come in and they accept Jesus and they move forward in their relationship with the Lord and they're obedient as what I've seen is they'll go, mm-hmm. okay, I have this six month program that I have a job or I have this schooling, but I know God's calling me to go to mercy. And it feels like a misstep yeah. to step out of life and to step into this program because when girls come in the program, everything stops, they're here. There's no job, there's no school. It feels like there's a big stop sign that's put up in their life outside of the program. And it can be really scary to go, okay, I've had all of this, these years of abuse and crap in my life. Now I'm going to take another six months and go into a program and stop everything. But because of that obedience, I have watched the Lord make up in these amazing ways where they get out of the program, they're healthier and so much more in tune with the Lord. And then suddenly stuff just starts to accelerate that they're able Mm -hmm. to get back into school and there's favor. And suddenly just things shift in such an amazing way Mm -hmm. where he makes up the time and Mm -hmm. he accelerates things and they were never disqualified and they don't miss out on the things God has Mm -hmm. because they were obedient, because they stepped into what he had. It's just really neat. I've seen time and time again where they were like, this doesn't make sense in the natural sense for me to step out of life into what God's calling me to, but I will be obedient. And then you watch the way that he rewards that Mm -hmm. and makes up for it. his GPS is just phenomenal in those ways, in ways that we in a million years could never foresee him doing it's just so so cool.
1: Even just hearing that story and thinking through what we've talked about today so far, it keeps reminding me of this moment that I had years ago. I don't even know if I've ever shared this story with you guys, but where I was kind of in this like season of trying to figure out what was next mm-hmm. and I felt like I felt like I was being called out of it was when I was in, in youth ministry as youth pastor and I'm like I feel like I'm supposed to be moving to something new, mm-hmm. but I don't know what that is. I had so many different ideas and dreams of what that looked like. Part of it was like maybe moving overseas and joining a mission team over there. Some of it there were lots of different, but then I had other dreams of things that I want to do here, and I'm like, it was one of those situations where I'm like, lord, <laughs> I need some clarification here because I've got about 1500 different dreams and mm-hmm. visions here. And I remember I like took a weekend to go away by myself to just like pray and seek the Lord. And I was literally, it's like February and I went to this <laughs> lake house. Not many people go to the lake in February. So I was like the only human being within probably a 10 mile radius. And I remember I went down to the state park and I was like walking through the park and I was just kind of praying. And I remember getting down into the state park, didn't have cell service. And like there was not another no human being out there because it's February. <laughs> so I started freaking out a little bit. I'm like, oh my word. I'm going to get lost. I'm not going to. And I started getting a little bit nervous. And I remember I kept <laughs> I kept looking forward down the trail. And, like, if I looked too far down, like, I couldn't see the trail anymore. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, my goodness. That trail is about. I'm about to hit the end of this trail. I won't be lost. <laughs> like, it kept happening. And then every time I would get up to that point that I was looking at, I would be like, oh, no, it's here. Here's the trail. Okay, good. Here we go. That's so and good. And then I keep going. And then I. it kept happening (laughs) over and over. I kept looking for it and I'm like, oh my word, that trail is disappearing up there. It's going to be gone. It's going to be gone. And then I'd get to that point and there was the trail. I just couldn't see it from, you know, 200 feet back or whatever. And so after a few times, because this is usually how the (laughs) Lord works with me, he's like, hey, hey, do you see a theme (laughs) happening here? And I, without a doubt, I've never forgotten the moment. That was years ago. But I just, I knew that the Lord was like, you from your vantage point Mm -hmm. cannot see 200 feet ahead. And to you, the trail looks like it disappears and you're freaking out about it. So why don't you stop looking? down there and just look at the feet Mm -hmm. the steps right in front of you because the trail is there right in front of you so just keep following that and stop freaking out about 200 feet ahead of you where you can't see it anymore and how much that spoke into that season where I was like I can't see what's down there Mm -hmm. I don't see the vision up there but I can just see the next couple of steps. And yeah. so I have used that so many times in talking with people about this very, very thing because some people don't see it. They mm-hmm. don't see the vision down there, but okay, we'll just seek the Lord for the next step. Just do the next thing. Totally. Like he's put some passions in your heart, some things that you get excited about. So just do the next thing. Like, don't worry about what's 200 feet down. I would say that there are some other people as we've been talking today who might feel like they know what's down at that 200 right. feet. I don't know why I picked 200 feet. I don't I even really have a concept work. of that distance. You have really good but, eyes. Okay.
2: <laughs> Whatever like, the metaphor is, to, we're going with whatever. it. Whatever. <laughs> you get what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> For me, it's but, more like 20 feet. Okay,
1: <laughs> so it was probably 20. <laughs> but anyway, I'll just say, like, some people really feel like they see what's down at the end. But what I would say to you is that if you feel like you do, if you have a very specific vision, like, this mm-hmm. is what I think the Lord has called me to do. I just would encourage you to hold it loosely. That's right. Because as you take the next step and the next step and the next step. The Lord might just be leading you in a slightly different direction. It might just look a little bit different. Mm-hmm. I think all three of us, from what I know, like our lives don't look what we thought it was going to look like oh, 10 years ago. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, no. I, I just Not think like all. how but much better. richer and better oh, yeah. and more awesome is it because but. I just followed the next step and I held on to my dreams loosely and I'm so thankful that I did. If I had held on to them with a death grip, I would have just made them happen. Yeah, right or would have tried Mm -hmm. you know but because I think because I was able to like loosen my grip on him a little bit the Lord was able to just Kind of direct mm-hmm. my steps slightly different, but so much better. And so I just encourage people on either side of that fence um with that, as we've just talked about, not seeing the big picture and all of that. so good, right. And I
2: think you know, here's my preacher kid moment. So <laughs> we did that. How do you hold on to dreams? like how do you kind of especially if you're in the midst of, you know, those of us that are, you know, you're older in life, maybe you've got kids or you're just and again a lot of this is usually around career, spouse, like these big mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. and and I just want to say there's some very easy things you can do practically just to get on track. So right. if you're like me, I'm like that's so great, but how? Mm-hmm. right? <laughs> yes. And I feel like we do a great job of that um overall and so but I want to say this, one of the things that was such a blessing to my life especially when you just feel so caught in the hurricane of what is happening in Mm my life was every day writing down okay what was blessed today yeah that's good Mm -hmm. you know every day and so like we ended up getting a whiteboard putting it on the wall and just throughout because you get so lost in the moments especially if there's a lot of tragedy Mm -hmm. or sorrow or just the overwhelmed life you know that we can have yeah and You know, so anyway, so just basically like every day it would be like, you know, found $20 in my pocket um, or whatever. You know, our son had a great week at school, like even just small things. And then we started realizing it was bigger and bigger and bigger um, and looking back on that every month. And we've gotten aware that we don't even erase it because mm. it's just compounding now. That's and, awesome. And feeling yeah, that blessing, and so it's been really helpful as we've you know walked through just kind of a difficult season um, without answers. It seems like, and uh, so I just want to say that was a huge blessing to me. And obviously seeking the Lord, and and if you don't know that He's good, seeking figuring out if he is Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. and
2: you know i mean because you have to do that for yourself and deciding on his character but one of the ways to do that i think Mm -hmm. is to just write down every day what was blessed what was blessed what was blessed love
1: that it's so good well as as far as just another couple of takeaways that we'd love to leave you with um is you know just in light of what we've discussed today if you kind of feel like you're just trying to seek out that vision or you feel like you have it and you're just like in a weird funky Mm -hmm. place about all of it you know, I would encourage you to really just kind of seek the Lord about any lies or fears that have kind of come in and started to just mess with things. Um, mm-hmm. Because as we talked about at the very beginning of this show, like the enemy is all after vision. Like he always wants to just get in there and mangle things up That's and right. cause confusion and, and fear. And so really seek the Lord about those things and help him to replace those things with with truth and with his goodness and his faithfulness. And um, also I just would encourage people to think about like how is the Lord, you know, we talked about how he just directs those steps mm-hmm. and how He's so faith, he is so faithful to give you the next step. And, and so what are some ways that you've seen that in your own life? I love what you just said, Brooke, like reflect back, like how has God done this for me before? Right. How has God done this for other people? Um, and just be encouraged by that so that it, it really just kind of gives you what you need to keep moving forward and to take that next step and so those are just a few takeaways that we would love to encourage our listeners with as Brooke said we are very passionate about giving you practical takeaways from these podcasts and so we hope that you will join us next week because we are just going to continue on this discussion of just things that you know can really affect vision in Mm -hmm. our lives um, and really focusing next week on the importance of perseverance we have some really (laughs) exciting things uh, to share next week so we hope that you will join us then yes